Hello, Jackson Hole Connection followers. Welcome to episode number 15. The feedback I've received has been inspiring for me to continue more episodes each week. Thank you to all the listeners who have supported me since the beginning, and more importantly, my wife Laura for her unwavering support. Thank you to Luke Taylor for producing the awesome tunes for each episode. Thank you to Michael Morey for editing this podcast. Thank you to Kelly Drake, my VA, who keeps me organized, on track, and keeps on going. And thank you to Tana Hoffman for the excellent marketing work. Please sign up for the episode updates at my website, thejacksonholeconnection.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or know of someone I should have a guest, send an email to connect at thejacksonholeconnection.com. Now, on to the episode. Today's guest is Tom Fay, owner and operator of Pinky G's Pizzeria, Moe's Original Barbecue, and Hana Flip Flops. Tom is a husband, father of twins, skier, golfer, and community leader. Tom will share with us how he drives himself each day does not allow adversity to stop them to reach success. But before we begin, we'll have a quick word from one of the sponsors. Is it okay to pair beer with Beef Wellington? Does Merlot go with Red Bull? Not sure how to make the perfect bourbon and Coke? Well, the team at the liquor store of Jackson Hole can answer all of these questions plus more. Stop in at 115 Buffalo Way, Jackson, Wyoming, or visit us at tlsofjh.com to experience service that will knock your socks off. The liquor store has been serving the Jackson Hole Valley for over 35 years. Welcome, Tom. So excited to have you here at the Jackson Hole Connection and this sunny winter morning. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Excited to be here. So, Tom, as the introduction said, is the owner of Pinky G's Pizzeria, and he's also opened a franchise here in Jackson Hole. Uh, through Moe's Barbecue. Gotta love some barbecue. So, Tom, let's begin, before we get into you being a business owner, restaurant tour, let's begin with how you landed here in Jackson Hole. Sure. Um, well, I just had my 40th birthday, and I moved here when I was 12 years old from the suburbs of Chicago. Um, my family used to vacation out here for ski trips, and I think with the beauty of the, the landscape, they decided to kind of throw all their chips in and move out to Jackson Hole in 1992 and open up a bed and breakfast. So that was the game changer. Right after eighth grade, uh, packed up the bags and drove on out west. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you uh, come kicking and screaming to Jackson Hole, Wyoming? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Mainly, I think the the, the tragic part was losing all my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a tough time to kind of leave your, your middle school and, and childhood friends to, you know, a small little western town. Granted, that was the only thing. I think there's plenty of, to do, which I loved, you know, biking, fishing, hiking, uh, skiing, of course. And there's a little resentment to leaving Chicago, but now I think my parents are the most brilliant people ever to, <laughs> to, to move me out here. So uh, God bless them. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Yeah. And since being 12, you now are married. You and your wife have twins, and you guys met here in town. Yep, we met here um, about eight years ago. Uh, We were married four years ago, and uh, just six months ago, we had identical twin girls, which has been a game changer. (laughs) I bet that is a game changer. I have boys that are about two and a half years apart. I could not imagine the twin scenario so congratulations to you both thank you luckily (laughs) luckily we don't uh know any different so we're just 
taking it as it comes. <laughs> <laughs> so before being a dad, you decided to become a business owner. And what was your first business? Uh, Pinky G's Pizzeria was my first business. We are um, just now in our eighth year. And I decided to come home after my parents had chosen to sell the B&B to help them pack up. And as I came home, I realized that there was a little niche to be filled. Originally, I wanted to do a little cafe with, you know, boutique sandwiches and salads. And as I was shopping around for a place, I realized that there was no pizzeria. And I really wanted to have something where you could buy pizza by the slice. And that was kind of how the ball got rolling. So I was waiting tables and putting together a business plan. And next thing we know, I was slapping bricks up and uh, at Pinky G's and building it out. So did you pay a lot of people to come build that out? Or you that was all your own work? Uh, yep, it was all my own work with uh, a couple cases of beer and some friends and stereo. Um, by the brick and learned how to be a mason and a carpenter <laughs> and a plumber and electrician. So, uh, yeah, that was all sweat equity right there. I, I didn't have any money to, I had zero money to, to build the place and I did it on every penny I had. I bet it was more than a few, one or two cases of beer. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You can see some of the, uh, the cement, the fingerprints still up on the bricks for the f- first couple when we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Luckily, we were up in a corner, so it's not too visible to, to everyone's eyes. It's like hanging up that first dollar bill. <laughs> yeah, we're like, is it going to stay? Uh, luckily, they've all held. So you opened Pinky G's about eight years ago, and you opened the doors, and boom, you were busy and an overnight success. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> say it was that fast. No. <laughs> Um, what did it take to be, to get to where you are today with that restaurant? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. It's been a lot of long days and nights um, all combined into you know eight years. We hit the ground running, so we opened the last week of June 2011. Um, so it was right before Jackson Hole's busiest time, 4th of July. So we hit the ground running to open right in the middle of the summer. And I think I started with a staff of five uh, I was doing all the prep work, I was doing all the cooking, I was doing cleaning, etc., ordering, and uh, pulling 18-hour days, no problem, 20-hour days, because we were open early and open late with a lot of prep in between. So it wasn't quick overnight success to answer that question. Uh, it's been a lot of work, but a labor of love for sure. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's been wild. What are some things that you've seen take place in that pizzeria because you're open early and open late you've had to see your pizzeria is like cheers people come there because it's their neighborhood place yeah um you know it's it's funny i think the success came from filling a niche being open late at night which was also the biggest headache because there's nothing good happens after 10 or 11 o'clock at night and then amen to that certainly (laughs) I can't believe I just said that, but um, <laughs> that used to be all I would do is go out after 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Um, now I'm married with kids, right? So uh, it was so popular, the late night aspect where we sell slices to the bar crowds. And then it was fun to watch the business transition to dinner being the, you know, the heavier part of sales and then lunch. So now it's it, what used to be late night, then dinner, then lunch. Now it's dinner, then lunch, then late night. So, you know, somehow with, uh, you know, advertising or what, you know, consistency just being the best you can be, that's fun to see the progression of Pinky G's 
you know, how sales have differed and that's part of the success maybe. I'm, I'm not positive, but it's been interesting to watch and, and be a part of, no doubt. And during that time of you launching the business and growing it, you've also been a part of the community. You've been out there. You've put your business out there. Uh, what are some of the organizations that you have been a part of to help uh, give back to this community? Um, a lot. So a few years ago, you and your wife were up on stage. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, sure. So we did uh, Dancing with the Stars for the Children's Learning Center in town. We were asked to be a part of uh, J- Dancing with the Jackson Hole Stars, and that was quite a bit of effort. Um, I think we raised $25,000. Fantastic. Ball- ballpark. There were some other fantastic teammates that were out there. You know, we were separate teams, but we were all together trying to make fundraisers. Some some other dancers made, uh, I think, upwards of forty or $50,000. So, but we were doing a little hip-hop dance, which was a lot of fun. But no, really, we've we've been a part of so many different great organizations in town, and I think being involved in the community is one of the best things you can for your business. It just shows that you care, and I think the community respects that, and there in turn gives back and comes in and obviously buys pizza or beer or whatever it might be. Terrific. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that wisdom. Yeah. Um, just actually this past month, uh, I think today, I will have a final count, but for the month of October... Uh, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and so we donated $2 to every large pizza we sold for the entire month of October, and I think we raised just about $5,000 for the St. John's uh, Women's Health Foundation. That's a lot of large pizzas. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And I think it helped because sales were up, and I think people really want, cared, and they wanted to pitch in however they could, so mm-hmm. it's our little way to support. Knowing that they need to take home dinner or grab some lunch. Yeah. You know? Might as well go someplace that's going to give something back to our community, and sure. I know St. John's appreciates it. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And so a few years later, after opening Pinky G's, you decided that we need a barbecue place here in Jackson Hole. And so you identified a barbecue restaurant to bring here and went through a remodeling process. Sure. Um, tell tell us what you learned during remodeling uh, an old building on the town square of Jackson. Uh, it is not easy. Uh, you have to be very patient, and you wish that you could have opened because I feel like I've already kind of redesigned the, the new space that we just built out to make it function a little better. But uh, that's just part of being in business. You gotta continue to tweak things and make things work out. But yeah, so Moe's Barbecue. I'd been trying to work on that, getting that open probably a year or two even prior. Um, with a couple different locations locally and just didn't quite work out. And uh, this space on North Cash, just off the town square, ended up being a huge build out, about 4,000 square feet and uh, maybe a little more than I wish to chew, to chew off. But, um, <laughs> you know, we're doing it and it's, and it's working. So Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad it's working for you. So it's Moe's Original Barbecue. Moe's Original Barbecue. And um, they're based out of? They're based out of Vail. It's a Alabama-style barbecue. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, baby. <laughs> so yeah, a couple of uh, fraternity brothers from Alabama decided to go ski bum it out in Vail for a couple of years. And they started with a small little pit uh, on the back of their truck smoking meats in the parking lot. And it then turned into a small little brick and mortar. Actually, a space very similar to what Pinky G's resembles uh, at Lionshead Village in Vail. And uh, my brother was passing through, 
He's like, oh my gosh, this place is so good. You've got to go check it out because Jackson needs a good barbecue joint. And uh, so sure enough, I followed my brother's words of wisdom and met, met the guys down there and uh, they were interested in partnering up and doing a Moe's Jackson Hole. Here we are a couple of years later. That's spectacular. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So previously, just a few seconds ago, you mentioned with um, your businesses that you have to keep investing in them to keep them growing and building. Where did you learn that from? Well, I'm not I'm not sure. I think that was just a gut feeling to to know that you always have to continue to evolve and be the best you can and the second you think that you're the best you can, then you just are going to turn stagnant and kind of flatline. I think we were talking about this earlier, but the success isn't just going to come to you. You've got to go out and get it yourself and uh being an, any entrepreneur, I think, will understand that, any business owner, how much work it takes to get up and off the ground. And you got to continue to keep growing it and growing it. And um, that's just kind of the mindset I have to continue the success, I hope, hopefully. That's terrific. Well said that it's not going to come to you. You yeah. have to go out and get it. Yeah. And I think with all businesses that are successful, they've had to go out and get it. Right. Nothing comes to you. It's not easy. No. It's no. not winning the lottery. No. no. <laughs> uh, there's, I wish it were that easy uh, as winning the lottery. But Actually, what, that's not easy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but what drives you to keep doing this? I want to be able to support my family and you know future family that's down the road. I, I, I feel like it's fun to give back to the community also. And I feel like if I can continue to grow, I can give back to other communities as well. You know, supporting kids in their youth athletics, whatever it might be, or such as, you know, St. John's Hospital uh, Foundation. So little little pieces to continue. As long as we can continue to grow, we can continue to give back as well. So the more we have, the more we can give back. I don't know. That's just kind of how I see it. Yeah, that's inspiring. Thank you for for sharing what your vision and passion is. Yeah. For for being a success, it's not just for you to keep it, and but you want to see other people succeed and uh, help other people where they need help. You know, it's funny. I I was looking back on uh, my business plan <laughs> from eight years ago, and you just kind of project some numbers and crunch some some things, and I'm just like laughing, you know, because that's legit what I thought we would do like on an annual basis for in terms of sales and and revenue and. I'm just totally dumbfounded by, you know, the support that is in Jackson from the community and uh, friends and family. So it's it's fun to be a part of it. It feels good. So I feel like it's the least I can do to continue to be a part of Jackson Hall um, with the amount of support that we've had. Spectacular. Yeah. Thank you. So Tom, I'm getting back to it. You at one point had a Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> was that a success? Uh, the Kickstarter campaign was a success. Yes. Um, You're friend, the man with the golden touch here. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Kickstarter, yes. The the business um, has been very difficult. And uh, what is the business that you... So it was a flip-flop company. Um, it was originally called Foot Flops, and it has now changed its name to New Hanas. And it is a uh, heat-moldable flip-flop um, that gives you good arch support and comfortable right out the gate essentially we got the idea from ski boots and snowboard boots where your feet are you know you get a nice custom footbed 
as you're skiing all day long um, to keep your knees and back all aligned. And sitting around a fire one night uh, camping up at Jackson Lake, I had my feet in flip-flops up against, you know, the rocks, and I just slowly started to feel the heat come through. And I stepped on them, and it was the most comfortable thing in the world where the foam had molded to my foot. Really? Yeah. And that's where that little aha moment came. I was like, we need to have heat moldable flip-flops. That next morning, they were perfect custom mold to my foot. And so I looked into uh, if anyone had done that, and that's where... The Kickstarter came along. We made it, uh, you know, a nice run to do some uh, importing from our friends over in China. And I've learned that uh, importing and getting through customs and the whole aspect of that part of business was very difficult and timely. Um, my timing was off a little bit. Basically, I need to order now for May. Huh. So October or what is it? November for May type mm-hmm. of thing. So. It was trying, and it's still it's still going on. Uh, it's just slow, and I'm obviously very busy with the restaurants and the twins to keep that third business up and running. But uh, yeah, we've got a few sales going. Congratulations! <laughs> how do you? How can somebody find these flip flops? Uh, they're online. Newhanas.com. Spell uh, Hana. Uh, N-U-H-A-N-A-S. Okay. Dot com. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you bet. Multiple flip flops, gang. Multiple flip flops. Throw them in the oven. Uh, 10, 12 minutes and uh, come out and put your foot in there and you've got perfectly heat molded flip-flop. Cool. Yeah. Jackson Hole Connection listeners, get online and order yourself a pair of moldable flip-flops for Christmas and <laughs> some for your for your best friend as well. So now yeah. some gifts. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so to run two businesses, be a dad of twins, um, be a husband. Your wife is probably working too. She's very, very busy, and she's at the height of her game right now, which is so awesome to watch her grow as well. She's very dedicated to her business. So what is one or two things that you do every day that you feel has contributed to your success and your family's success? Try and tell, you know, my closest people next to me you know thank you for all you do especially my staff and employees show them how valued they are it's without without them we wouldn't be anywhere uh so i think it's really showing i guess your staff you know obviously my wife is my biggest supporter and but passing that down through the the chain you know from your your management to uh line cooks and prep cooks whatever it may be you know it's all one single team and we do it together I feel like that is something that I continually try to do every day. Tell them how appreciative I am of the work that they do. It's nice to hear and feel appreciated. So to share that appreciation, a genuine appreciation, I know always makes me feel good. And I know it's important for me to do with the people that I work with. And I could not do what I do without the team that I have. Yeah, Uh, And, And I see it as being family. It it's, is. It's my work family. That is family. Yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. And that, that's, it's awesome. That's the best thing too, is if once you get that awesome family, you know, it's, there's no easy aspect of trying to hire and, you know, you kind of pick through a couple different good eggs and bad eggs. But when you have those good ones, you want to keep them and show them how much they're appreciated. And I've got uh, one employee that's been with me since day one and others that have been there for five years. So it, it feels good. And it shows that I think, Whatever I'm doing or whatever we're doing together works. So I want to just continue that and make sure that we grow together as a family. 
That's a great honor and shows the type of person and leader that you are. To have somebody that's been with you since day one, plus even multiple years, um, other people with multiple years as well, five plus years, that's spectacular. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I know it's it's hard in this community um, with the cost of living and housing. Uh, you know, we all, all business owners are struggling hard, even the business owners and the managers. You know, it's just we got to figure something out. People tell me I should run for office, but I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I do not need uh, that on my plate. I say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. No way. No way. Absolutely not. Thank you for the offer. Yeah. Thank you for the suggestion, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have do you have problems with uh, staffing? I mean, you've I know I've seen a lot of your staff there for years. Also, any business, whether it's here in Jackson or throughout the country, has hiring challenges. But at the liquor store, there's people who've been there for 16 years, 12 years, 10 years, five years, multiple years. It's amazing, and it, it it is, and that's what allows us to be success. Is the greatest asset that we have are the people on the team. Sure. And it, it's all about hiring. And what I have learned over time is just because I need somebody, it's more important that I hire the right person who's going to fit in the team and who's going to be committed and dedicated to the work Yeah. versus just hiring somebody to hire somebody. 100%. Because when I hire somebody who does not care, it's going to bring down the rest of the team and it's going to affect the service that we're offering. And I'd rather just be shorthanded than have somebody who doesn't care. Yeah. It's all about caring. And there, there's other contributable factors as well, but it's about caring. Right. And wanting to be a part of something bigger than yourself. And when people see that they can be a part of something bigger than themselves, and it's not about themselves, it's about the greater good of everyone, whether it's at work, being in your community, just like what you're doing, you're involved in your community because you see something bigger. You're looking to make an impact. As um, one of the guests, Ed Brenniger, who just wrote his book, The Circle of Impact, he said, get out and be involved. Find the thing that you can that you can help influence and what you can help impact and make a change and do it. And if you're not sure where to start, start any place. Start small and it'll grow big. Sure. And that's what you've done with your businesses. You started small and you've grown big. Yeah. You were just right. saying how you're looking at bringing in a food truck now. Yep. We're going to take the food truck out to uh, the school district and serve fresh hot pizza right out the door to all the kids in all the schools. I'm interested to try and take a Pinky G's 2 to uh, maybe University of Wyoming, Laramie. And I have no idea. <laughs> I should probably pump the brakes a little bit and get things settled, but I have a hard time doing that. Just got to go for it. You do have to go for it. Yeah. There's this inner self that we have that can talk us out of anything. But if you don't give it a try... You don't know. Exactly. You don't know. Right. Give it a try. And if you fail, it's okay. At least you learned. That's right. Learned how you failed to make it better the next time. Yeah. I wouldn't say that the uh, flip-flop company, Nuhana's, has failed. It's just been very hard, and I've learned so, so much. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give it another good run. Just need to figure out a few kinks. But, uh, you know, you just got to try. You've got to try, 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 and try again. I think the uh, the food truck will be a great addition to the community as well as hopefully expanding the pizzeria to another location in the state would be a lot of fun. That sounds spectacular 
Tom, and I wish you all the best and all the successes of you being able to expand what you now have as a small empire into a large empire and uh, improving people's lives. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, it feels good. It feels good to hear that, and uh, I know that some people around town wish to say that, but I, I just want them all to know that I feel the support just on a daily basis, which is awesome. It's good to feel that way. Yeah. So for everybody listening today, if they want to reach out to you and connect with you and get some of this inspiration and drive, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Shoot me an email. Stop by one of the restaurants. I'm usually there one or the other all day, every day. I'd say you can give me a call too. Uh, just talk to one of the, the staff, my managers. They'll if, uh, if they think it's the right thing, they'll give you my cell phone number and we can talk. <laughs> I got enough of those uh, spam phone calls right now, though. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, those things are awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what is your email that um, uh, people can use to connect with you? Yeah, sure. Use uh, pinkygsjh at gmail.com. That's P-I-N-K-Y-G-S-J-H at gmail. I've got a couple other emails, but that's the best one. Uh, happy to talk to anyone about it. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. This yeah. has been spectacular. Thanks having for you having here. me. Yeah, this is fun. First podcast. Check. <laughs> yeah, thanks again. So, everybody, if you're in Jackson, find Pinky G's just off the town square or Moe's Barbecue on the town square just about a block off. You might see Tom in there working. Who knows? Maybe he's got in tow those two twin girls. Right. So, Tom, have a great day. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening and downloading today. Thank you, Luke Taylor, for producing some awesome music. Thank you, Michael Morey, for editing this podcast. And thank you, Tana Hoffman, for being the marketing genius and getting the word out. But most importantly, thank you to my wife because she supports it all. Take care.